0: The Sand Geeks, 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 the Sand Geeks. We are the Sand
1: Geeks. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Sand Geeks podcast. My name is Steve, you may know me from the YouTube channel Frags to Riches, but I am not alone. I am just merely one half of the podcast duo. I say that if my belly gets any bigger, I'll probably be more than one half, but um, Mm -hmm. I'm also joined, I'm basically the funny one and he's the knowledgeable one, because I am honored to be joined by the man from the channel Fragmental, it is Chris. Chris, hello, how you doing? All right, Steve. Listen, mate, I I thought you went to the gym. Why is your belly getting bigger? (laughs) I go to... See, some people, um, like... It, like go to the gym and then they eat well where I basically go to the gym so I can eat badly does that make sense oh you're one <laughs> like, of those right yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's basically right. just to counterbalance my, my I just love food mate it's my apart from fragrances it's my only real vice I don't really drink much I don't smoke don't do anything else I just love food I yeah. just love food
0: yeah good good food well you know good good tasty food ties in with with scent as well you know it's all you know it's all kind of senses, isn't it? And, uh, and what we enjoy. So I, I feel True. you, mate. I feel you. It's about discipline. Anyway,
1: how's, <laughs> ha, how's your week been, mate? How's your week been? I've had a great week. Well,
0: um, th- well, I say a great week. It's been a different week because it's been half term
1: this week. Oh, uh, mate. So, uh, well, I've well my f- wife's a teacher. So yeah, I know what it's like. She's been off as well.
0: So. Oh, no. The, wi- the wife's been at home, mate. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. God, well, we, had, you must have had to
1: completely yep. um,
0: change your plans for the week
1: then. Well the trouble is I've probably like because I sort of work from home as you know in my sort of day job so I go out and about and see customers and I work from home but basically she's she's been i've had i've probably done more work this week than ever because I, I just can't slack off like you know she sort of makes little snidey comments like oh and see you're on your phone then oh you're working hard aren't you <laughs> so i end up like just having to do work it sort of messes with my routine the other afternoon yeah. i thought she was out and then uh went shopping or something and i thought "Oh, just just chill out for a bit have a little little play a little game on my phone and she turned up i'm like oh it's ruined that oh. But um, yeah, so if your girls been off, have they? They've been off, so
0: it's been a little bit difficult to record any videos this week. I recorded one, but it, the house is just noisy and they have friends from school. I mean, because they don't see each other enough at school during term time, they have to have their friends come yeah. around to the house to, to play. So the house has been really noisy this week. Uh, I managed to record a video in uh, like an, I had an hour's window to record a video when my wife took the kids and their mates out to a nearby park and all through recording of the video I was thinking right okay so 10 minutes in they'll just about be getting to the park so they'll probably be on the swings they'll be on the slide and I'm like half an hour in I'm like oh they're probably starting walking back how long have I got so I was still thinking about do I have enough time so it's a little bit more difficult
1: that reminds me of a video you did ages ago and I remember commenting in where you uh, uh, your one of your girls interrupted your record and you were so you were talking and then she kind of come in and she's says, "Oh daddy or whatever and you were yeah. like oh, you're right and you left it all in the edit, which was adorable. but there was the thing you said where you went. Can can you can you go and tell mummy that I'm recording as if to say like get up here and get her out of my way like it was like it was just brilliant. You was just trying to put it so nice. Oh, you know, just tell mummy that daddy's busy. Like it was just like where is she? Come and get this child well, out. of Yeah, the way. yeah. home home yeah, life does get like... in
0: the way of a, of growing a YouTube channel. But I, yeah. sometimes in my week, I'll I'll have my my little routines. You know, I'll I'll maybe write some. Uh, uh, content scripts, or I'll uh, I'll shoot something, and then I feel like you know I'll deserve a little break. Or while I'm while I'm having my lunch, I'll maybe check out the latest episode of Star Trek Picard. But I feel like I can't do that when everyone's at home. I feel like they're they're thinking I'm I'm slacking Touching. off, and is this what yeah, I do all yeah, the continue. time? I'd, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been a more intense week this week, but I've been lucky. That going to London last weekend and, f- and shooting with Monica as well. I managed to get a good few videos in the bank, so it was oh, fortunate nice. that I didn't really need to shoot as much this week. So I've been kind of more editing than than shooting this week. But we've been we went to Liverpool. We had a little trip to uh, to Liverpool uh, cool. with the kids. We we go to a different city each half term, just somewhere explore somewhere different, check out the oh, you cool. know the museums that are there. And th- to be honest, the kids just love staying in a hotel with a swimming pool. It's all about oh, yeah. Yeah, hotel yeah. breakfast in the morning because they can just walk around the little buffet and pick whatever they want and keep going back and they feel in control. Uh, and then they just love the swimming pool. On Saturday, we went in the swimming pool twice in one day. That's how much they love
1: it. <laughs> Go get your money's worth whenever you get a hotel stay. I know.
0: But while I was it's in like... Liverpool, I, um, I went, there was a TK Maxx opposite the hotel, fortunately. So I just went, oh, you know what? I've not been to this TK Maxx. Everyone talks about every now and then there's a deal in, in TK Maxx, and I just pop my head in and... They actually had a fairly decent selection compared to what you normally see in TK
1: Maxx. You, you you picked up a bargain, didn't you? Didn't you pick up a Tom Ford or something? I saw in it.
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't a Tom Ford. Oh, it was yeah. a it was a Dolce and Gabbana, but from their ah, kind of yeah. um, higher end luxury line, and yes. it was called Velvet Exotic Leather. And weren't you talking about was it a Rosa Sala scent that was based on one of the um, the, the luxury yes. Dolce and Gabbana? So, so yes, the that's Velvet right. line.
1: Yeah, it was it was based on um, is it oh, I think well, I'll have to have a look at what it is now. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know if it's the same one, but certainly that same one. I um, don't same think Align. it was the
0: same one. Yeah, because the one I picked up was velvet exotic leather, which was selling for eighty nine ninety nine, reduced from one hundred and seventy five. You can find them for one hundred. Fifty quid online, so it's not mm. you know it's one hundred and seventy-five, but it's still a significant saving, and it's a massive you
1: know it's a hundred and fifty mil bottle as well. So I was uh, I was pretty, pretty pleased good. with that little pickup. That's a lifetime supply. Yeah, the one I mentioned was um, uh, Sahara Velvet uh, by uh, Rose is inspired by Velvet Desert Oud from Dolce and Gabbana. So it sounds like it's yeah, yeah essentially the same line, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, well, so was it good then? Did you like it? It's a good scent. Yeah,
0: you know, it didn't. I've got to be honest. It's not blown me away, but it's a very subtle, smooth... Uh, it, it projects a little bit, but not so much that I'm getting lovely wafts. Uh, but it's... Um, you know, you can tell it's a good blend. It's a, it's a lovely smooth scent. It actually reminds me a little bit of Dolce & Gabbana's The One EDP. So it's okay. got that kind of sweet... So there's no tobacco listed in the D&G, but it does smell similar to, to The One. Maybe a little more resinous than The One, but it's in that kind of area so yeah I'm, I'm kind of not sure whether I'm going to keep it yet but if I want to sell it I'll probably end up being able to sell it for more than what I paid for it anyway but yeah, don't tell anyone
1: that Oh, 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 danger, danger! Um, before we kind of get into what else you've been wearing this week, shall I do um, what we've probably cold heartedly called the admin, which is not actually the admin because we do really appreciate all the people that make the kofi, the kofi, yes, yes, the kofi mm. min. Yes, we've yeah. enjoyed
0: a few coffees this week, so do uh, do give those people a shout yes. out.
1: Yes. So for anybody that do- uh, doesn't know, we have a little kofi account where you can donate, make a little small donation as a little contribution towards just to support the podcast kind of financially because we. Have have to pay hosting fees and blah 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 blah. Um, so you can do that. Um, you can donate as little as three pounds. And the whole principle behind Kofi is it's basically like you're just buying us a coffee to say thanks and keep up the good work and keep us motivated. And we've had a, a few donations this week, so I wanted to kind of shout out the people that have because it's always appreciated. And what's kind of nice is they get to leave little messages on Kofi as well. So oh, I should say if you want to do a donation, it's uh, Kofi.com. So it's K-O-F-I.com and then forward slash the Sent Geeks, all one word. So um, let me see, have a look. So uh, Pete uh, gave us, uh, he donated um, and gave us a, a coffee. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, G- no, it's not Gerard or Gerhard but Pete, anyway, he's a big fan from the US. He says, keep up the good work. You guys are awesome. So thanks for that, Pete. You legend. Much appreciated. Cheers,
0: Pete. I love I love hearing when we get feedback. And donations from people, just basically people who listen that aren't in this country. I just love that we we kind of span different countries.
1: Um, It's It's nice to make an impression, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, so cheers, Pete. Um, uh, Steve Corkian has uh, also donated. He said, have a beer, boys, enjoying all that you uh, both do. So really appreciate that. Um, Mac, at, um, Mac, Matt, even at Pocket Sense, he made a donation, and uh, it's quite a generous one actually. And he said, uh, "Really enjoying the podcast. Keep up the good work, guys." So, um, as it was such a generous donation, we should say, uh, "Matt is yeah, PocketSense.co.uk." I've mentioned one of their fragrances before. I love, in, I love uh, Matt. Podcast. And no, not
0: only yeah. does he have that company, but he's he's also just I know this is very active in the community in Facebook groups on Instagram. Uh, so he just seems like a really you know guy who is very passionate about fragrances in the community. So cheers, Matt.
1: Yeah you can find him on instagram and he's always like responds to messages and comments and he's always kind of help you out if you've got any questions about your stuff and things so yeah uh, richard black also um did a donation he put uh, good luck developing the podcast keep it up and um, Barry from the ch- uh, YouTube channel and on Instagram, Uh sent uh, obviously spelled as in the uh, fragrance scent. Uh, we do love a nice pun. Um, I think that's Barry's second donation. Um, after that, he, perhaps he just forgot he donated once. Um, after that or he loves us so much he decided to donate again. But thanks, Barry. Um, he put, I look forward to every Sunday uh, evening slash Monday morning. The chemistry is great between you with the banter too, which is always good. Keep them coming. So that's really F- nice. Thanks,
0: Barry. Now two donations in thanks to you I'm getting a little bit of uh, caffeine OD but uh, you know what I love yeah. it
1: I love it yeah and the last donation has come all the way from new zealand which is i think is really cool and this listener also asked us a little question so which is why i'm reading this one last so it's from yara and she's uh bought us a coffee and she said love the podcast uh, keep uh, please keep making more exclamation mark i always listen to you guys during my work lunch breaks highly entertaining big smiley face quick question if fragrances were drinkable which one or ones would you drink love you all the way from new zealand so that was a really nice message. So there you go, mate. If, which, What would you drink? That's a that's a good one, isn't it?
0: Well, I've actually mentioned this, I think, in, in some reviews. I've just mentioned that oh, the fragrances. So, you know, it's more kind of gourmand fragrances. And I have mentioned, yeah, oh, you of know, course. if only it was a drink. I can't remember specifically which fragrances I mentioned. But just off the top of my head, whenever I smell Nasamato Baronda, which is like the smoothest whiskey fragrance I've ever smelled, I always think, oh, that would taste nice in a glass. Um, And also uh, House of Siage, uh, number one, it's a beautiful spiced um, gourmand, uh, kind of almond cherry-like fragrance. Um,
1: That would be, as a drink, that would be great. And you also got that um, porn star martini vibe from Hades Exclusive, didn't <laughs> yes, you? Yes, so I'm did. sure you'd, you'd, you'd drink that one down. Oh, let me just tell you about that because um, I'd, I'd worn that
0: fragrance a few weeks ago and I filmed and edited my video maybe kind of three weeks ago. And uh, I said to Honey, look, I'm ready to, um, to put the video up. Is that all right? And he said, can you hold off? We've had a delay on, on getting the fragrance ready. So I just had that sitting on the hard drive for a while. And I was, uh, at the time I edited it, I was thinking, if only I could have found some pictures of me pissed up drinking star Martinis. I trolled my Facebook, my Google Photos, could not find a thing. And then in the interim, um, a friend of mine posted in our WhatsApp group saying, hey, my, uh, my iPhone's just given me, um, summed up, uh, like, the last 10 years Memories. of nights out yeah. we've had in york and i looked through the pictures and lo and behold there was a couple of porn star martini pictures in there i was like thank god i didn't upload that video because i managed to go in and re-edit the video with those uh, two pictures of us drinking the martinis and then put that in the video so that that was uh, it just worked out for the best
1: nah yes and you looked completely sober and yes. um, and gentrified oh yes
0: I, I wasn't drunk the camera just you know caught me uh, caught me in the wrong way you
1: know yeah, that's, the, that's the, ca- the camera adds eight points it was um, just the
0: angle and the lighting just wasn't the most flattering yeah, yeah, cool. nothing to do with porn Star Martini's
1: Honest. I think um, just for me to answer that question, what i drink, I all oh, I am a big fan of um, Clinique's Happy. That juicy mandarin um, is just really nice. I know it's, it's obviously a bit more citrusy, so I don't know how drinkable it would be, but I just love that yum, like juiciness. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know about any other ones that kind of spring to mind. Where I, I often describe fragrances as yummy, those sort of gourmandy ones. Yeah. Where it just makes me sort of you know almost salivate sort of thing, so I sometimes get that but I can't think of any off my head. So you do love uh, your mandarin, don't you? I do love mandarin, it's one of my favourite notes. I've just it's been just, them, testing yeah. uh, a
0: fragrance, a brand new big release uh, designer fragrance uh, this week for a review I'm going to shoot in the next couple of days, and that has a uh, mandarin note. Not in any of the other iterations, but this flanker has a mandarin note, so uh you might, uh, you might we'll like it mate. Yeah. I'll be checking that out I'll be checking that out before we so, sorry mate so I just want to say before we stray too far from kind of the, the all the Kofi shout outs and stuff um, I just wanted to connect that with a, a recent question that someone just dropped in our the scent geeks podcast facebook group so if you want to um, join that group it's a great place to suggest questions that you can ask us on the show and to chat about anything uh, that we bring up on the show to kind of extend the conversation a little bit and uh... liam Keeley, who's actually a new member only an hour ago just posted this question uh... and he says loving your podcast gents Possible Idea for a Future Topic, an episode based on purely old-school British houses. For example, Flores, Penhaligon's and Atkinson's, they have some amazing scents, and I don't think people talk about them enough. Uh, just a thought, keep up the great work. Firstly, thank you, Liam, for joining us on Facebook. Good to have you in the team. And also, I think it's a great post because... The Kofi is there to help us run the podcast and help us kind of pay off our podcast hosting fees. But it got me to thinking that another um, another way that we could use the Kofi donations is we could buy a discovery set. Uh, we could use the Kofi donations for Steve and I to buy a discovery set, whether it's a British house or, or any houses, but we can both buy the same thing and then over a week we can test and then we can discuss... Um, houses in the podcast. So I think that could be a nice little feature. So that is another, another way that we can use those Kofi donations to help Steve and I uh, produce what is hopefully some good value content for the podcast. So uh, yeah, just uh, just another, another thought that uh, that's, that's where the money could go and, and hopefully that would uh, be worthwhile for the listeners.
1: And also, um, along that same theme, um, just to remind people that we do have a Facebook group, so the St. Geeks Podcast Facebook group. And in there, I put a post recently about uh, listener questions. So um, basically, there's a little post there, so you can comment underneath. We we won't actually respond to the question in the group, so that defeats the purpose. But basically, if you've got any questions for uh, Chris or me, then... um, put them in there and they might get aired. So basically, we don't know how we're going to do it. We might just drop a question in every now and again or maybe do an episode of listener questions maybe. That might be quite a good uh, episode and we'll just work our way through because some of them, um, we probably won't even have time for any today because we've already rambled on. But yeah, so there's quite a few questions already in there. So if you've got anything that you'd like to ask us that you want to be featured in the podcast, put a question in there and it might come up in a future episode. Bloody hell, that was a lot of admin, wasn't it? It's like like working in an office, this. Should have worn an office scent. I mean it's basically the end of the podcast mate just just the admin side now we've got it like there's no content left um, so quickly then what have you been wearing this week any kind of things stand out ones or anything of interest or particular note
0: okay so I've already mentioned the Dolce Gabbana the velvet exotic leather we've talked about that I also wore uh, Tom Ford's grey vetiver bit of a dumb reach nice and easy if you just want something fresh sophisticated masculine enjoyed that and uh, I wore also Tom Ford's Beaux De Jour, which I'd uh, previously just kind of tested from a small sample in the private blend iteration. And then I'd also tested the new version on a tester strip and thought it was okay. But after giving it a full wearing all throughout the day, I can confirm it is a great scent. I really enjoyed it. I, um, I got a lot out of wearing that. I wore also two fragrances from Lush they, they sent me a couple of fragrances from their new perfume library Collection, so I wore one called Fresh As, which is like a lovely pine, fresh, alpine, airy fragrance, really uplifting. Um, also, another uplifting one. Um, <laughs> I thought this one was called Nerd because um, the, the lettering on it made it look like it, it was called Nerd. But when I went to look at it, and I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Shame it's not called Geek. A good time with a mention oh, yes. on the podcast. Um, but when I went to the website to look up uh, the information on it, it's actually called Nero, and um, I misread it. So Nero is. Uh, it's this lovely green, airy, breezy, floral fragrance. And Lush, I'm going to do some videos on Lush on my YouTube channel because they have some really creative but very affordable fragrances. I think one of these was like, what, £15, £20 pounds for 30 mil. So Lush is definitely, definitely worth everyone's time to go on there, go and check out. So really enjoyed those two. Lastly, again, I wore Oud for Greatness. And I'm only mentioning this again because I got a massive compliment from Oud for Greatness. Oud for Greatness? Yeah, and and it was so massive because it was from my wife and she never never compliments it because she's so used to me testing and wearing stuff, she just takes it for granted. And it's not like at the time that she says, oh, you smell nice. It was end of the day, we were just going to bed and uh, I think I was getting her to smell something else that I was testing and she thought oh it's alright but um, I preferred the one that you were wearing earlier that was really, that was really nice and it was the day we'd travelled to Liverpool so I'd worn it on the train so we were in close proximity and you know what she really she really dug Oud for greatness so when she gives me a very positive compliment like that it really resonates a bit it, I know that it, she loves it and, it and it must smell great so nice to um, nice to get a, a good compliment
1: from the wife yeah i I mean my wife's the same as yours she's she's kind of well she's probably less into it than your wife really but she's not that kind of into fragrances so normally the most i get is like yeah that's all right but so yeah if she kind of go like without me asking if she ever goes oh you smell nice then i think oh that's a good one then that's a winner like if she ever makes a comment out of the blue so, yeah, I know I know how it I th-
0: To be honest, mate, I think our other halves sound pretty much the same to me. I think they're kind of just hu- humouring our little uh, hobby that, that we're uh, involved in and yeah, just letting
1: yes. letting the boys play with their fragrances. It's, it's just another child that they have to look after probably, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, what have you been wearing then, mate? Um, well, we can save a bit of time on this uh, episode because I've not worn too many different things this week, for memory. Um, I've I have worn Hafez exclusive, so um, I'm going to be dropping a have first you? impressions video. Yes, I didn't know. Um, wow, didn't, sorry, mate. Um, that's great. I, I that took me by surprise.
0: I didn't know you'd you'd been wearing that. <laughs> uh, are you, were, yeah. were you are you going to save your first impressions for video? You're not going to let us know. Well, a
1: video will be dropping the same day as this, really. It's okay, the first impressions. But yeah, I really really enjoyed it. It's really nice. Um, good. Very, it's, it just reminded me as a, almost like a sort of lighter spring version of Hafiz 1984, because it's obviously yeah, not good got the show, tobacco, it's not as, not as heavy and resinous, but it's still, it's bloody strong though. I say it's not as heavy, but it is very strong. I mean, I could smell it the next, I spread it on my sort of forearm, and I could smell it the next day. Under my sleeve, sort of thing. When I sort of just put my pajamas on the next morning or whatever, I could still smell it underneath. So it's a great um, blend, no, mate. I agree. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And the um, as you know, I sort of quite like tuberose as well. So that's sort of very prominent in there. So I really enjoyed that. I just I just like the sort of sweet floralness. I know obviously you particularly like the passion fruit, Um but yeah, I just like that sort of sweet floralness with the sort of kind of uh, chocolatey creamy sandalwood vibe i kind of i just really really liked it it's really good yeah, i good i need good. to look forward to the do video a bit more full testing on it but yeah my video is just a first impressions but so yeah worn that and i've also worn um, i spent a few days because i've been testing different um uh roger elysium uh, clones um uh-huh. i'm going to do a video comparing three different clones so i won't kind of uh spoiler it but yeah it's going to be uh perfume parlors rosa salas and uh alexandra so i'm just kind of c- comparing them so i've been wearing those and i think well the the only spoiler i will say is they're all pretty good but they all do smell different i've got different strengths and different weaknesses so uh-huh. it's it quite interesting testing actually and then i sort of in many ways the one that was my favourite probably wasn't the closest match if that makes sense um, because it was a bit different yeah sometimes the case yeah, um, I don't think I've worn anything else that's been too interesting, to be honest, so we can probably sort of move on. Um, the only other bit of admin that i just thought, just as a little recall and just to kind of tick this off, you may remember back, way back in episode six of the St. Geeks podcast, I mentioned that Erica Badu was releasing a fragrance that smelt like her vagina.
0: Ooh, and, oh, it's
1: t- time to get potty again. Here we go. Yeah, so... Um, it's the fragrance was released and it sold out in 19 minutes so um yeah, it's um i wonder who could called- have bought all of those yeah, I mean, mm. my credit card has maxed out, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I've,
0: I've done two of them already, mate, um, but I've got another 10 to get through, so uh, yeah, i enjoying it, it's good,
1: it's good stuff. So yeah, apparently they're $50 each, they sold out in 19 minutes, I don't know how many bottles there were, so um, it might have been that there wasn't many, but yeah, just thought I'd, uh, just a little call back to episode 6 there, just in case anybody was wondering how that fragrance was doing, I just popped yeah. up on my little news feed there, so... Um, so what else has uh, been going on in the world of Fragcom, there, mate? Anything caught your eye in YouTube or anything like yes, that? Yes,
0: yeah, there has a um, couple of couple of interesting videos actually. First one, I am uh, very excited to say that this week I've discovered that the boys from Wafts from the Loft YouTube channel, Dan and Joe, uh, I think we've mentioned them before. But guys, if you've not seen their channel, go and watch them. A the couple of couple of Fragheads in a, a loft or um, like the organ loft of a, of a beautiful church in the centre of London just talk about fragrances they love, basically. I love their channel, I love how passionate... We have discussed it because we've talked about the sounds that they make, I remember now. Um, So they are making a fragrance in collaboration with Sarah McCartney from uh, the house 4,160... I'll say that again. Um, I've never been good at maths. 4,160 Tuesdays. And they released, I think it was today, a video where they're just exploring different notes and deciding what they like and what fits in with the theme of their fragrance. And the concept is that it is going to smell like the, their loft, where they present from. So for the last couple oh, of years, wow. they their, their camera is set up on, on an organ, and this organ has just basically taken all this spray from the fragrances every time they've been in there filming and testing so it's kind of just absorbed all these weird and wonderful you know ouds from different parts of the world and florals and 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 uh, you know highly sought after raw materials and their fragrance is going to be an amalgamation uh obviously in a in a lovely blended and balanced way um that represents where they film their video so i thought that is the perfect uh, kind of concept for a YouTube channel's fragrance I, I love it uh, knowing those guys in that I've bought loads of things off the back of their recommendations I know they say they're not they're not influencers or reviewers but they have certainly influenced me to make a couple of purchases and I will probably be purchasing their fragrance when it's released as well so really excited about that one
1: yeah, what's nice about them, just to say, is um, they're actually really knowledgeable guys, but they are actually sort of come across as quite humble as well. So I see that Dan sometimes posts in, like, Facebook groups and stuff, and he always declares, like, oh, I'm not an expert with just a couple of guys that really enjoy it and stuff like that. But he, they are, you know, relatively speaking experts because they're so knowledgeable. But they're sort of quite humble with it, which kind of makes them sort of more appealing, I think, and it's just nice, do you know what I mean? But anyway, yeah,
0: and, and, and talking about them not being, claiming not to be experts, which is... I think what most YouTubers do as well I know you do I know I know that I do yeah, I never claim to an be expert. an expert I'm just I started my channel just to share kind of my journey in, in fragrances really and I, yes I've built up some knowledge and some re- references uh, over the years but uh, I, you know I'm, I'm no expert I'm not a perfumer and uh, the other video that caught my eye this week was, again, I think it was today, actually, Sebastian from Smelling Great uh, Fragrance Reviews released a video, his um, uh, 20 fragrances that that don't work for him. And he also uh, had a subtitle of Subjectivity in Fragrance. And it kind of got me thinking about something that I know we've chatted about quite a lot, Steve, about um, the the fact that YouTubers sometimes get... A little bit of a bad name for, you know, being accused of being bought by fragrance houses, either being paid or or even if they've got a free bottle, it it um people say, How can you give an honest review if you've if you've got a free bottle? And I can understand where people are coming from, but there's so much more to it than that. Um I, I think um you know, I think YouTubers can be an easy target, really, but nobody really knows how you how you run your own channel and personally i I do like to make a lot of recommendations on my channel and if I do end up uh, reviewing or, or talking about a fragrance that I don't think works for me then that is that's what I'll say I'll say I don't think it works for me because like I say I'm not an expert so I don't want to Take a dump on a fragrance, sorry, I could have been a little more a little bit more eloquent with, with that phrase, but i don't I don't want to trash a fragrance when um, I'm fully aware that the reasons why it might not work for me might be the same reasons why another person would really would really love it, so I think we you know we can be constructively negative by uh, being balanced and diplomatic and saying why a fragrance doesn't work for me. Um, but I don't think that I don't think it's fair to accuse YouTubers of um, of being biased and being bought out, and not just because they're not being overly negative or, or completely trashing a fragrance. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, mate, I, I'm going to try not to go off on a rant because I get sort of. It's be blunt; I get really pissed off with this sort of subject because it really kind of winds me up. I, I don't like how all YouTubers get tired with the same brush, which first kind of really annoys me. Yeah, because there's plenty of people that will kind of you know do negative things after that and i just don't it's the whole argument i think is kind of flawed when people kind of there was a somebody sort of posted something in a recent facebook uh, group that i saw recently about this whole subject and saying it's and the loads of people sort of chip in it's all you know fragcom is ruined it's flawed it's you know this is what's wrong with it free bottles blah 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 and it and the, the trouble is you can't win because it what infuriates is infuriates me is it is subjective and people i've said this before they just don't kind of don't get that so firstly a lot of youtubers are only reviewing stuff that interests them so by the very nature of that it means that they do like it so they're probably going to be positive another a lot of youtubers are only reviewing stuff that they've bought themselves so again they've bought it themselves because they like it so they're probably going to be quite positive positive. and then there's this whole thing where you only seem to have integrity if you trash something but again You don't know if I'm... It's subjective. So you don't know that I'm lying when I say I like it because I might actually like it. And also, it is subjective. It absolutely infuriates me when people... The number of comments I get when people go, oh, you're wrong. It's like, well, I'm not wrong because I'm just sharing my opinion. My opinion is correct for me you know as my opinion it is correct that i do not like this i'm not saying that this is a bad fragrance fact Mm. i'm saying that i do not like this fact that is you can't argue with an opinion Um, So I just get really good. And then whenever I do, like, I am negative about fragrance, people, again, just go, well, you're wrong. It's like, well, again, I'm not wrong, am I? Because it's my opinion. I just don't enjoy the fragrance.
0: People have to be more accepting of other people's opinions. We've seen this with Aaron in the videos as well, and people get triggered when someone doesn't have the same opinion on on a fragrance that they really, really love. And it just reminds me of um, a few years ago, I'd been to the cinema to see a film called There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis in and, it, you know, it won Oscars and a masterpiece of a, of a movie and it, it blew me away and I came out of the, the cinema having seen that feeling like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm, I've really just witnessed something pretty incredible and then I went into work and a receptionist at work said, oh, I want to see this film at the weekend, There Will Be Blood. I hated it. It was the It was the worst film I have ever seen. That's exactly what she said. And I just thought, well, okay, so there you go. Two two people have completely different emotional yeah. reactions to, to the same film. But I didn't tell her she was wrong. I, no, yeah. and, she, and she didn't tell me I was wrong. We We both listened to the, the reasons why she didn't like it and why I loved it. I'm a massive cinema fan and film buff. She wasn't, so she did not appreciate it on the on yeah. the same level that that I did and we we but we were both adults and we both were able to uh respect each other's opinions and reasons for why we didn't like something and I I I I was reading um you know this uh this this chat in in the Facebook group and it was basically saying why are we not allowed to call something shit why are we not allowed because there is shit out there and I I can't say something shit I can't just say something is shit because I'm not an expert, and you, if I say shit, you may really love it. And I know that we have things that I think are amazing and and you don't, and and we respect each other's opinions. I do think it's okay to say something shit, although on my channel I will try and use, um, you know, more uh, eloquent language than that. But if we are going to say we don't like something, then... We, can, we have to back it up. I think, you, you know, no one is qualified to be able to say this fragrance is shit and leave it there. You have to be yeah. able to back it up. You have to say why it isn't shit because well, you have to say why you think it's, it's shit because perhaps it's to do with um, iris in there. You know, perhaps you really don't like it because you don't like iris. And a person listening to that might think, well, actually, I really like iris. So even though that person's saying they don't like that fragrance, it might very well be... Uh, a fragrance that I like so mm. I think it's fine to not like something but but if you can say why you don't like it then that's absolutely fine and I do do that on my channel not as much as I as I like things because a lot of the time if uh, a company approaches me uh, I will say well can you send me a sample set and I'll pick one I like because I would rather talk talk about a fragrance that I like than, um, than them send me a bottle of a fragrance I don't like if, if it's not for me and I'm not going to wear it so I will kind of Pick one that I like and and maybe do a review on that. So I'm happy. The company's happy because y- you don't want to burn your bridges with, with companies because if you're trying to grow a YouTube channel, you do rely on free bottles because it's not possible to sustain a channel with three videos, three reviews a week. Um when you have to buy every single fragrance, you just couldn't do it. And yeah. I I love fragrance and I love making videos, but I'm interested in growing my channel. I've invested a lot of time and money and effort into it. So I do want my channel to grow. And if I trash fragrances and burn bridges with 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 companies, then that would uh, prevent me from, from being able to grow my channel, which I now treat as a little business. Although I'm always honest and I'm passionate and love fragrance, I've actually got way more into fragrance since I started my my channel. Um, I I would not be able to continue to do that if I was to uh, create bad relationships with companies. So it's a very, it's a tightrope. It's a really um, Mm. fine balance of how to be honest, but how to still have good relationships with with brands and i think it is hard to do and i know that i get criticized for being mainly positive about things but i am only positive uh when i am genuinely positive about something i, I will always be 100 percent honest uh, i may choose not to talk about fragrances that don't work for me that that i don't like because I would rather give a recommendation to my to my listeners. And I understand people saying, "Yeah, well, we want balance. We want to know what the bad things are." But the you know, it's not like I'm doing a video every day. So I don't want my channel to be um t- you know, filled with with too many negative things. You know what I mean? I w- I would rather mm-hmm. there be more positive things. But anyway, I'm I'm going on. But that that's that's the way that's the way I do it. And uh, you know, at the end of 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 all of that, um it just boils down to the fact that i'm i'm always going to be honest and i feel a little bit hurt when you read things that people say oh chris likes everything so i i can't trust his nose i can't trust um what he's saying because uh, he's always too positive whereas you know think what you like but i'm always going to be 100% honest and i know you're kind of the same as that as well i think a lot of youtubers are to be honest yeah
1: i mean i the whole for me it's you know more of a hobby than a business but i i i think my appeal to my small number of subscribers is the fact that i'm a an everyday bloke that's just interested in it. i don't claim to be an expert i don't you know so it's just a lay person's opinion really and like you say it's a mildly informed opinion because i've smelt a lot of things so i've got some reference points but i don't claim to be an expert but that's the a thing when i say i don't like something i try to you know back it up and say for me i don't particularly like this note or i would like it to have a bit more sandalwood to make it a bit more creamier or you know this is a bit too strong and prominent for me and it's not something i particularly enjoy you know it, it it's a personal thing um I saw it recently with uh, Le nuit de L'Homme L'Intense. Um, one of uh, my subscribers absolutely loved it. I don't particularly enjoy the note of violet that much, uh, and it's quite prominent in that fragrance, so I didn't particularly enjoy it. It's just a classic subjectivity thing. Yeah, and it's anyway. a bold thing
0: to, to, to actually just go out there and say, yeah, this fragrance is shit. When... You know most fragrances have been tested and researched for months if not years. It's not just one person that's releasing these fragrances, it's a group of people, uh, many many people have to smell this fragrance before someone says, "Right, this is now right for market." So, loads of people before it's even got to market have said, "You know, we're happy with this. We think it's a good fragrance." And just because someone out there in the public doesn't think it's a good fragrance doesn't mean it's shit because those 50 or 100 people who released it um, thought it was it was okay to release. Yeah,
1: for a particular group of people, demographic. For, exactly. Somebody's going to like it. Yeah. It's like a car, you know what I mean? Some people want a hatchback, some people want a sports car. It's, yeah. it's different...
0: But I'm really interested well. in, in, in our listeners' opinions on this. So perhaps use the Facebook group as a way of uh, expanding this conversation. Let us know your thoughts. Do you disagree with anything that we've said? Because it's too big a subject to to just cover on this short podcast. So perhaps we can get a bit more of an in-depth discussion going. And now you've heard our angle and our perspectives. Um, it, might, it might give you, um, you know, a different angle on, on, on it that you haven't heard before. So it'd be really interesting to see whether you agree, whether you disagree. And, and if you disagree, hopefully we can respond on the Facebook group and go some way to uh, kind of justifying our actions and, and what we've said. So I think that, that could make for an interesting little uh, chat.
1: Yeah, all hell breaks loose. Anyway, <laughs> so moving on. Um again, as always, we're running late because we always do because we just love to talk shit. Ooh, yeah. Um so we should probably move on to this week's scenario. Scenario. Yeah, this is it. we still need to jingle fire that. Um if No, that's, that's the, the jingle word. mate. That's the shit. J- that, okay. What are you what are you saying? You, do you not like my jingle? What's wrong with I, that? It's just, it's organic, it's raw, it's live, it's different every week. You know, mate, that's th- what's good about this it. Is, there's,
0: been a, a, there's been a focus group of 100 people working on this jingle, and every one of them said it was amazing, and you're saying it's well, crap.
1: Well, that jingle is shit, and that's the... Well, it's that's so just factor. your opinion, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so this week's um, scenario is Hit me. It's, its not a particularly complicated um, situation, but I tell you what, it stumped me. I'm not going to lie. I'm still not sure oh, what y'all. my answer is, purely because I've never really been in this sort of situation. So this week's Centenario came in via email, and it's come in from Anna Simonson or Simonson. I apologise, I don't know which way you pronounce your name. Um, I believe she's Swedish, because the bit at the bottom of the email that says sent from my iPhone, I sort of Google translate it and I think it was uh, was it Swedish it might have been oh I don't know I might have lied about that but anyway yeah so um, her foreign. emails yeah she's she's foreign um, yeah. no so thank you for taking the time because thank um, you she's, appreciate it she's, well I'm, I'm um, saying also, thank you I might when I've heard it I might not be thanking you let's go well, I, um, she's also put at the bottom of the email, I love your podcast, so thank you for that. Anyway, time, um, so here's the scenario. So your time, basically, this, the situation is you've got a new girlfriend. Um, let's. I'm just going to add some relevant or irrelevant details to it that she didn't, okay. um, just because it's something I do. Let's say you're 30, no, let's say you're a 25-year-old man and you're dating a girl of a similar age, say she's sort of similar age, 25, 26, whatever, and you've been going out for about a month and, uh, month and it's time to meet her friends so you've not actually met her friends yet and it's time to meet them but you're meeting her friend at like a rock slash heavy metal concert right so it's going to be like a black metal t-shirt black jeans uh and and she's putting the rivet kind of thing um so it's basically that sort of you know heavy metal almost goth like but basically mm-hmm. a heavy metal rock kind of concert Uh, kind of thing so she said uh what what would you pick um she said uh her choice would be um i'm just reading it because it's a link uh roberto greco ariel's object perfume because it's got the black oily feel or maybe black knight from uh, francesca bianchi so um yeah so in my mind I've never kind of really I'm not into rock so I've never been to a kind of heavy metal rock concert but the things that were kind of testing me out on this I don't know what your brain is thinking but you're, obviously you're on a date so you kind of want to smell good and attractive You, but you're in a rock concert so you probably there's going to be a lot of kind of Head banging, jumping around. Probably might be quite hot and sweaty. It's going to be here for a couple of hours, so you don't want anything that's too strong or pungent. You, um, if people are kind of into rock, heavy metal, if they're sort of metalers, they they probably don't want anything too sweet or gourmandish because again, it's going to be a bit too much. So they might not appeal to that. So, Debra, I th- I thought this was quite a hard one, mate. It's not necessarily complicated, but I don't know what, what's your brain thinking.
0: Okay, I've got it, mate. Um, so I oh, that was a piece uh, of piss. A <laughs> piece of piss. Um, right. So right. Initially, so I could go. Designer, or I could go niche, Um, Mm. but I'm going to go niche purely because the niche fragrance is one that I'm more familiar with than the designer fragrance, although I have smelled the designer fragrance. So designer, and this isn't my choice, but my designer thought would be uh, John Vavetos, Dark Rebel Rider. Um, Good shout. Yeah, I just think it's dark and sultry and moody enough, but it's kind of uh, pleasing and crowd-pleasing enough. A little bit designery. Um, there's some dark records. I think there's some rum in there, uh, so it would work for the kind of black t-shirt brigade. You know, the rock, the rock, um, yeah. the rock lovers. I think leather jacket, black t-shirts, bit of rock. I
1: think that would that would really work. Um be too, I've I have i I've not smelled that far. I think I've smelled it in store once. It's okay. not gonna be too heavy or anything like no, that. No a sort of sweaty No, it's not. It's, it,
0: it has heavier notes, but as an overall composition, as an overall blend, it isn't it isn't too heavy. However, that is not that is not my choice. Because okay. the fragrance I am gonna choose does have some some heavy notes in there. But I think it is um, it's creative, it's different. It's not designer ish in the slightest. So, even though it is a pleasant fragrance for others to smell, it isn't the designer type, crowd pleasing mass appeal. Um, The actual color of this juice itself is very, very dark brown or, or, or black, depending on the lighting. And it is one of the coolest bottles that I have. It's got some coffee, it's got some oud, it's got some incense. And some cannabis in there, and you might think, okay yeah this this could be a little bit too heavy, but actually it's not I don't think it is too heavy when when you wear it, especially if you don't overspray so the fragrance i'm talking about is nasamato's black afghano that would be my choice I think it's it's mass appealing enough, but it's interesting and creative at the same time. I think if we were going to um if we were going to on a date somewhere else if we were going to a regular bar if we're going out on a date if we're going out for a meal i potentially would wear something else but i just think that kind of bad boy rocky image you want to impress the mates you want to impress her it wants to smell good and mass appealing enough i think black for me black Afghano ticks
1: those boxes okay now i don't think i've ever smelled that but okay. i know from reading plenty of blogs posts for granting go, facebook groups that is Quite, quite a divisive fragrance some people love it some people go oh I can't wear it you know because it just smells too strongly of cannabis blah 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 blah. Yeah. so i would be intrigued to see what the listeners think to your description uh, your choice there so drop us a message <laughs> or comment in the Facebook group do you agree do you think it's going to work or do you think it's going to be a bit too kind of risqué risque? Yeah. I mean I so, guess
0: that's my most controversial scenario choice yet but I'm going to stand by it I'm owning it mate I love that it. fragrance and I think it would work in that
1: situation fair play Um, I have really fucking struggled with this one for the first time for the Centenario um, as you know I get a bit more notice than you i was i actually had to open my cupboard and start looking around my fragrance collection for ideas if i'm honest because i was like really struggling um and the only thing i still i don't think it's a perfect answer but i think it'll work it's a fragrance i like i mean it's um i went for because again is the sort of 25 so relatively young i've gone for um diesel's only the brave tattoo so, it sounds a bit sort of cliche or cringe going for like a tattoo just because of it, you know, fit in the situation. But it is a, strictly speaking, it's a tobacco type based fragrance. It's got tobacco in it, but the tobacco is not very prominent at all. It's not particularly, I think it just gives it a slightly darker edge to it. Um, and it's, but it is quite sweet and quite sort of um, mass appealing. The red apple um, sort of accord in there is very, I really enjoy the red apple. It's quite sweet. It's a bit juvenile, but it's quite it's kind of sweet and pleasant, but not too sweet and offensive or cloying I don't think um, I think it just comes across as a bit sort of sha- um, shower gelish, a bit sort of pleasantly nice and clean sweet yeah which um, a lot sort of the, the, the diesel
0: um, did yeah, you, was it a diesel only the brave uh, only the brave tattoo yeah, Yes, yeah a lot of the, that line does smell a little bit shower gelish, but that's that's yeah, the target absolutely. audience isn't it
1: yeah yeah I and mean, that sort of age group again sort of 25 slightly um, like I say slightly, the tobacco in it gives it a slightly darker edge. So I'm thinking that I sort of tick the boxes where it's going to be, nobody's going to be weirded out by it. She'll hopefully find that quite attractive fragrance and it's not going to be too too cloying or anything like that. So that's, I don't think it's a perfect answer, but it's the sort of only answer I could really come up with, if I'm honest. So it may, it's it the again.
0: perfect answer. If you think it's going to work for you, then that is fine because it's all subjective.
1: It is that, I mean, we should just call this episode a, <laughs> underscore like under subtitle subjective yeah. <laughs> there we go so that's it that's this week's episode and uh, and we've probably overrun longer than we ever have before because we had a little rant about subjectivity so <laughs> do you want to say goodbye or thanks before I sign out
0: yeah cheers guys uh, get to work safely whatever you're doing you know uh, taking a dump uh, or uh, painting the house uh, walking the dog uh, Admin office work. I, I just hope we've been good company, and I, I like the fact that we are a good company. So thanks for listening. Um, keep on listening, and uh, we'll be here next week.
1: Yep, yeah, great. Thanks again, Chris. Loved speaking to you as always, and thank you everybody for listening. And we will see you next week for another exciting, exciting episode of the Scent Geeks. Thank you. Take care. Bye for now.